Hey everybody, welcome to the Info Greatness Podcast. This is Sean. This is our first podcast, and it was actually recorded in a park. Reason being, we actually don't have anywhere to record at this moment, but we're recording wherever we have the chance to record at. And today, it just so happened to be in a park. So, just bear with us. I promise it'll get better. We're working on the solution right now, but we figured it's better to get this out there right now than it is to wait. So... Thank you so much, and enjoy the show. Hey, my name is Eddie. I'm here with my boy, Shanzi. Say something. Hey. <laughs> and uh, this is our first podcast. Um the name is uh, Info Greatness. Uh, we come with that man with that name because uh, we feel like if you want to be great, you have to be a hundred percent in in what you're doing, no matter what. And of course, greatness and be great—that means different things for each and everybody. So it's not like there's just one path. There's different paths. And like what we're trying to do with this podcast is just basically show you a path where, as a man, you can use your masculinity. You can use that frame so you can be more assertive, more direct, uh, go-getter, and just basically be the man you're supposed to be in your life, you know, and do great things for people, your community, yourself, your family, pretty much everybody else that is around you. And we're toxic. Yeah. <laughs> we're super toxic. Toxic masculinity. Let's do this. <laughs> All right, man. Tell me... A little bit about who you are. Oh, no. Uh, I'm Sean. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a dad, uh, a significant other, a provider. I'm awesome. I'm cool. Toxic. (laughs) Strike one. Uh, (laughs) I mean, really, I just... I'm figuring it out. I want to help other people figure it out. And I feel like if I'm maybe a couple steps ahead, I can I can help somebody a couple steps behind get to where I am and then we can get there together. Makes sense. Yeah. So I'm I'm in this to help people. Good. So so my name is uh, Eduardo Garcia. People call me Eddie just because he's easier, you know. And uh, who I am? Well, I'm 32 years old. I'm single. I've been struggling with uh, mental health issues. And the thing is, like, two years ago, I started working on those things, going to therapy, working on myself, finding out who I was, who I am, working on my masculinity, working on, like, all those skills that I need to work on just to make sure that I'm the man that I want to be. And now that I have learned a lot and now that I have, like... uh, all this knowledge and I have make my life better. Now I'm actually want to help other people get to that point too. So with that being said, the point of this podcast is about helping others, helping men become men, helping men become better, helping men get the goals that they want, be more responsible, be more assertive, be more direct, just help men be men. So we can actually make this world a better place, not only for men, but for women for kids, pretty much for everybody. Because that's what masculinity does. That's what masculinity is. Uh, We protect, we provide, 
we take care of each other and we're just there for like to pretty much take care of each other man like that's what that's what we do right. you know so now tell me like I guess one of the questions will be like what has masculinity done, done for you in your life <clears throat> what's the change that you have seen in your life oh man um, I've always struggled with temper and as a man that can obviously get you into trouble and so while obviously I don't think anybody ever gets it 100% under control it's exploring this avenue has kind of given me like a new voice in the back of my head whenever I do get angry I try to brush it off and just kind of keep my mouth shut right. in order to not say something that I'll regret or something that I don't necessarily mean, even if it's just in the heat of the moment. So you kind of like figure out how to like handle your emotions and right. stuff like that. To which be, is, yeah, definitely to be more mindful about it. Which is kind of like... Uh, using your feminine side too, because whenever you're using your feminine frame, or you're in your feminine, as a man, you're more able to like, like, deal with emotions, deal with a lot more stuff, uh, like, be nurturing, loving, It was kind of like I was blindfolded. Things like that. And so all of a sudden, somebody as a man, just, like, I feel that we took it off and I, I seen part the world in a different It's not only about this perspective in a different way. It's about, like, with that being said, so you can actually it's been challenging. Like, yeah, it's been really challenging because changing your life from a perspective where you're more passive aggressive, where you're more manipulative or uh, people pleaser. To not caring about what people say, to just do your thing, to just right. work on your own stuff, like uh, be the go-getter, like just focus on the things that you really want to do. It's kind of like a big change because things don't go as easy as you would think they will go once you start changing your life. Right. So it's like, it's a journey. It's a journey. Yeah, and it's, I, it's difficult. I feel like that's kind of like the biggest difference between me and you is like I had a lot of role models growing up. Some of them maybe not so masculine. Some of them maybe overly. Yeah. But I mean, like, I had, like, a good amount to, amount of, like, role models to pick from. You didn't really have that I much. didn't really have that. Like, right. But, and <clears throat> I guess, like, the biggest thing is, like, the person that has to show you how to be masculine, it has to be your father. Right. Like, the father figure for kids is the most important thing. Right. I mean, I'm not saying that the mother is not. Right. But, like, the father figure uses that masculine energy, like... It's important for boys right. as for girls. Yeah. Because I mean, it's like monkey see, monkey do. Exactly. Like. So to me, I didn't have that, like, between me and my dad, we have, like, this really toxic relationship where he will see me as competition. That's right. how I always felt. Uh, he will see me as a... Uh, I never really... It's not that I don't say that he didn't love me, but I really didn't felt within the actions that right. he used to do. And... It was more of a challenge to me to be like, where do I learn that? How do I learn to be a man? Like, how do I learn to... Because he didn't show me. Like, he showed me, like, a really toxic side of him. You know, right. he was, like, uh, narcissistic, and I became codependent because of that. So, with being codependent, again, I'm a people pleaser. I used to just do things for people. I used to just, like, manipulate, like, manipulate situations just to get what I wanted. Right. Being passive-aggressive is kind of, like, one of the things that codependent use men right. more men than women and it's just like a thing where you're passive because you know you have a goal but if that goal doesn't happen 
then the aggressive side comes and then you're like just pissed off and you just like blow up so that's manipulative like that's not good but once you once you started becoming more more aware of my situation of the things that i was going through then i was more aware that i had to forgive my dad for what he did because i had to understand that he was just a victim of another victim and i was a victim of a victim so i had to cut that that uh tradition let's say you know that Mm -hmm. thing now it's your responsibility now it's my responsibility i'm an adult now i'm gonna take care of myself I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna forgive my dad because that was the first thing that you have to do. Right. As a man, as a woman too, but as a man, that's the first thing you gotta do if you really wanna heal. You gotta forgive your dad. Now you gotta, you, you gotta make peace with those things. Right. It's hard. I'm not saying that it was just like, oh yeah, I forgive you and nothing is gonna happen. No, it's again, it's a journey. Right. It's, it's something that you have to do, you have to deal with every day. Because I still get mad at my dad. I still like have problems with him but then i remember like is it important to be mad at my dad or is it more important to have a good relationship with him right because he's not getting any younger so i'd rather have a good relationship with him and understand where he's coming from right and how he was raised and not like waste the rest of the time you got exactly so that's really important and that's something that has helped me be more masculine dealing with my issues right and again man like I'm not saying that I'm like 100% because you will never be. Right. I'm always dealing with my problems. Like yesterday, I had this date that I was supposed to go on. Didn't happen. She didn't show up. And as she didn't show up, all these emotions came back that I thought I was done with them. Right, right. And it surprised me because I was just like, why am I feeling so sad? Why am I feeling like, why, why the feeling of being worthless is coming out again? Mm-hmm. I mean, my life has changed a lot. I have changed my life a lot. I think I've been working with my friend, with you, with Jose, with other friends. I've been working on this thing for a long time and learning a lot. Right. So how come after this happened, then I have all these emotions again where I feel worthless. I feel like I will never be enough. And I feel like no matter how hard I work on myself or how, how success, successful I become, like nobody's going to see me that way. There is no woman right. that is going to see me that way. But it's just, it's just the trauma. That's right. one thing you have to understand, the trauma that you're going for or that you have in your... Right, and then, like, whenever you get in times like that, that's kind of where, like, the mindfulness comes in because then you got to realize, like, well, I went out on a limb, I did what I was uncomfortable doing, and I showed up, Right. and they didn't. That doesn't show my insecurity, that shows their insecurity. Right, exactly. So, I mean, like, with everything, it comes down to mindset and mindfulness whenever dealing with stuff like that. And now we talk about a lot of uh, intention. Right. I feel the biggest thing and something that you really have to put in your mind, like really get it in here. What are your intentions? Right. And if you've been living like if you've been living your whole life like just doing things for other people and stuff like that, like you might need to take an extra second versus right. your friend or something who who might know like, "Oh yeah, I want to do that." Like right. you might need to take like just a second and be like, "Well, do I want to do it because they want to do it? Do I want to do it because I want to do it?" Right. So I mean, take the extra second. Exactly. And just figure like, out think your about own it. intention exactly. versus just jumping out there for something. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I've struggled with. And we've talked about, uh, like, doing the challenges and, like, bodybuilding and stuff like that. I mean, like, I I started doing it for me, and then I 
kind of kept going because everybody said I couldn't. And while that's like a good a good way, it's to, like a good fuel. But it's like it's a not good the fuel, right. but then I started to become spiteful. Right, and that's where things get rocky. Exactly, and that that uh, putting that intention with being present in the moment, right, and being aware of your emotions is what makes things is what make things more uh, more meaningful. Right, if that's the right word I'm looking for. It gives more meaning. Right. And you feel more fulfilled. Because mm-hmm. even though what happened yesterday brought me down, I still had uh, the excitement of this, what we're doing right now. Right. I was still on my mission. I was still on thinking like, okay, like, okay, this is not working on the dating thing. is going rocky. Right. But I have this, which this is more important to me. You know? Right. Why? Because I've been depressed. I've been suicidal. I've been in a really dark place. Right. I know what it feels to be there. I don't want other people to feel like that. Right. So that's the reason this is really important to me. And brings me joy, brings me peace, brings me purpose, brings me right. brings me not a happiness that is like a hundred percent happiness because that doesn't exist. Right. But it gives me joy. Of what I'm doing, of enjoying the day, of you know, it's what eight in the morning, eight thirty, Sunday morning, mm-hmm. and we're doing this. Yep. Like I should be sleeping or hangover from yesterday. I could be with my kid. I exactly. could be with my wife. I could. You know, we I can, can do, do other stuff, but, but we decided that this is something that we want to do because right. not only is going to change our lives, it's going to change other people's lives. Right. And that's the intention. You know, that's what gives you. The drive, that's what gives you like, okay, like, I'm going to wake up, I'm going to do these things. And when you go through hard times, that's what really helps you go through those hard times right. because you have a goal. It's like, okay, like, okay, this thing didn't work or I didn't get the car, I didn't get the house, right. uh, I didn't get the relationship, I didn't get the job, I'm bummed out. Like, it happens. Those are like problems that will happen. Like, mm-hmm. that's life. But if you have a purpose, if you have a goal, if you have a really good intention of what are you doing, then you have that to look upon and be uh, be uh, sorry about that and be thankful for it because that's a purpose right you know I'm a, I'm a believer of God uh, I believe in Jesus Christ and I believe that uh, God gives you a purpose you have a purpose in life right you have to find what the purpose is. And once you do it, you have to go for it with your whole life. Because that's basically what you're built for. Right. You know? It's just like people that enlist in the army. And they go fight the wars. That's their purpose. They have the purpose to protect other people. They have that calling to protect other people. Policemen, firemen, uh, paramedics, doctors. Like, you have a thing that you have to do in this world. You just have to find what it is. And once you find it... Which, as a man, working on your masculinity is going to help you really dig into, dig in, dig really deep into you right. and bring the purpose out. You know? Right. So, again, work on your masculinity. Work on your feminine side when it comes to like, your emotions. Right. Your uh, emotions, feelings, what's going on. Be yeah. nurturing, be loving. And that's going to make you a well-rounded man. 
Because you're going to know how to be a man and at the same time be the loving guy that other people deserve to have in their lives. And I feel like that's kind of where the toxic talk of masculinity comes in because I think a lot of the guys that preach masculinity are like, I mean, there's, there's extremes to everything. Oh, yeah. And like, some guys are brutal about it. I'm not saying that you shouldn't be aggressive about it, because you should. But some people just kind of like, they don't even inform people that you need to have that right. feminine aspect, you know? And so they're like, oh, you got to be all men. You got to be all balls, baby. Like, yeah. But like, yes, but like you also have to have, like to be well-rounded, to be the best person you possibly can, like... You've got to have that rationality. You've got to be able to figure out your own emotions so you don't impose them on others and create other bad behaviors on others' behalf. Like, And then you also have to learn like empathy, like how to, how to figure out why another person feels that way. And then, because, I mean, that's going to help all of your relationships. Right. Uh, the biggest thing, man, is like, to be clear, there is no such thing as toxic masculinity. Right. There is not. Masculinity is a positive force. It's a positive frame. Right. Weak men, men that has a lot of insecurities, men that have a lot of uh, problems, mental right. health and stuff, that's the toxic thing. Right. Men and that they don't try to, way too hard. Exactly. Because when you when you when you're it. insecure, you try to put a frame. Right. Oh, I'm, oh, I, I, I'm the go care man. You're not right. you're gonna do nothing to me. Blah blah blah. When you're confident. And you're masculine. You don't got to tell people that. I don't have to do nothing. <laughs> and that's what I like about... They always like, say a badass doesn't have to tell you that they're exactly. a badass. <laughs> and like, I know I have the book right here. Jordan B. Peterson. He's one of my favorites. That's what he says, man. Become the monster. Right. Know that you can kill somebody to protect your loved ones or the people around you. Know that. Know that you can be a monster, but keep that monster... Like, um, what is the word for? Keep the monster um, tame. Right. But know that you can be a monster. Right. And that actually gives you the, the confidence that you can protect your people. You can protect others. Right. But you don't have to show it. You can be the nicest guy, the nicest man. Mm-hmm. But be a son of a bitch. Right. When he need, it needs to be done. You know? And I feel like... That's what men need to strive for, you know? Instead of being hot-headed and just exactly. coming right out the gate with, like a fucking bull in a china shop. like Exactly. Because, I mean, there's like, essentially there's three things you can do. You can either go right at it, mm-hmm. you can run away from it, or you can say, hey, like, what's the problem here? Like, let's figure this out. And if there is a problem, sure, now let's do it. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like, you got to figure shit out first. Like, you can't just go through life just trying to fucking karate chop through every goddamn board you find no man you know like, what I mean? like, it really doesn't work like that like it's not it's not something again there's a lot of insecurity there's right. a lot of like I need to show that I'm a man you don't have to you just have right. to be confident on yourself man like, you just have to know who you are yeah. and what you're doing I think that's where therapy comes in for a lot of people dude like like so many people that need therapy like and of course now with the 
I don't know, I guess like more feminine culture, like that, that's a, a positive aspect of it, I guess yeah. you could say, is that like people are pushing men to actually get help, um, which is very important. But you still got like a lot of these guys that are like, oh, I don't need help. I'm fine. I'll just get through it. Just got more work to do, you know, like. And this is something I'm really going to hammer down. And listen to me, motherfuckers. Go to therapy. Get help. You deserve to be happy. You deserve to be the man that you're supposed to be in your life. Like, you need to get the help that you need so you can become the better person that you're supposed to be. Because, dude, like, when I went to therapy, and the person that I was talking to told me exactly what I was dealing with, mm -hmm. again, it was like another blindfold came off. Right. And it was just like, Everything wow. just started, like, the dots start connecting. Yeah, it was just like, so I'm on. doing this shit because of this and this because of that and that because of this and, Wow. Right. So you become more, again, more aware, mm -hmm. more, more you're present because you're like right. trying to deal with those emotions and you're just like, shit, I didn't thought about it. <laughs> yeah. Dude, one of the biggest things that I was dealing with and it's something that I always have dealt with is uh, beg for love. Right. Beg for love. I feel like you got to beg for it. Exactly. Chase it. Exactly. So one of the things that... that you're the problem. Yeah. So one of the things that... Uh, When I was going through therapy, it made me realize a lot that it's just like, whenever a girl was like, wanted to give me her attention, her time and stuff, I will always be like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> like, I'm not worth it. You're that. crazy. Like, yeah. That was my insecurities. But I was just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, leave me alone. You're annoying. Right. Okay. Like, I know, like, you're not even attractive to me. Yeah. And they were pretty. I just wasn't attracted. I just wasn't attracted to them. Right. For some weird reason, which is just my, again, my codependency. Now, if a girl told me no, or she would make me beg, then I was like, you're the one, baby. Right. You're the one. <laughs> and I'm going to show you how good I am. I'm going to show you what real love is. And I'm going to show you all these things. We'll because start buying you all this shit. Exactly. I got to buy your love. Yeah, exactly. I got to yeah. beg for your love because that's, That's what was familiar for me. Right. Beg for love. Do things so people can love you. You have to people please. You have to do all these things. And once I discover masculinity and knowing that I don't have to, like people will be there for me because of who I am. Right. And that doesn't mean that only girls, like women are dating. Friends. My family. Right. People around me. You know, like, it's crazy because, like, I see this, what we're doing right now, of how we met. We met on yeah. Facebook, on yep. a bodybuilding page. Yep. And I posted my transformation picture. A lot of people give me good feedback. You were one of them. And we became friends for like, I guess like what, four years? It was a long before time. Before we yeah. met. Yeah, before we even met in person. Exactly. And like we were just like... Years talking to each other and man do this do that yeah. and then we kind of like went apart and then came back i mean we didn't we never stopped like following each other on right. social media yeah but then i remember when i met you in person and i think this was at baza yeah right yeah or it was a tangent it was uh it was baza it was baza and i think that was whenever i was going through my divorce okay so sure. from where we were to where we are right now we're completely different man All right right Now you have a wife. Now you have a kid. I'm still single. 
but I'm doing better, bigger things. Right. You know, I'm not focusing just on like, oh, I'm single. Oh, shit. Like, <laughs> I'm going to cry. No. When it happens, it's going to happen. Right. Okay. But the point with that is we have grown so much. And now we're doing this. And I feel like that you have to have a partner. You have to yeah. have somebody to help you because there is no self-made people that didn't have help. Like, yeah. oh, I did it all by myself. That's bullshit. It's, it's all bullshit. Exactly. Somebody had to help you. Yeah. You have to learn from somebody there's, else. There's always at least one person who believes in you. Exactly. Even if it's like you're, you got a goal or something and like you need a hundred bucks. Like even if it's like a guy that gives you a hundred bucks and says like, go do this shit. You yeah. know, like everybody's got a little bit of help no matter yeah. how much they want to admit it or not. So, and that's what partnerships are great. That's why men need to hang out with more men. That's what right. we. Not, that's what men need to find a group of men that are masculine, that are healthy masculine, and support and support each other. Yeah. You know, uh, I had a I had a nice moment yesterday. One of my best friends, uh, he was witness to a bad accident where a kid lost his life, and I texted him. I was like, "Are you okay?" And he called me. He's like, "Man, I'm just in shock." I saw the whole thing happen. Right. I saw when they were doing the compressions and trying to revive him. And I also saw when they put the uh, the black, the white shit on top of him and yeah. they pronounced it that. So it shocked me. And at the same time, it made me realize how life, how precious life is. Right. I was going to do all these things, but I ended up just coming home, spending time with my kids, hugging them extra hard, just appreciating life. And he started crying, and and it was it was good because like I was a man. Like if you need to cry, whatever you need to do, like do it. Right. Do it. Don't be ashamed of it. Yeah, I mean you gotta let it out. Exactly. You you're in shock. And then after that, uh, I was I always seen him as a role model. Like he has always been to me like a role model, like my big brother. Right. And I told him like, dude, like you know I fucking love you. You're my best friend. Like, I'm, I'm always going to be there for me. I'm always going to be there for you. Right. And he said the same things to me, man. So there is nothing wrong with having a good friend and saying, dude, I fucking love you. Right. You know, you're my brother. You're my best friend. You've always been there for me. There is nothing wrong with that. Yeah, dude. I'm, it's kind of weird, like, with guys because <clears throat> you can you can knock down a like a gay joke or whatever between your friends like hey man looking sexy today you know like something weird like that like all guys do it yeah, you know I like mean, just just locker room talk but let's soon, be honest but as soon as you get like best friends are the gayest with each other oh yeah for sure like, like dude, not maybe not physically but yeah like, but like, like what, the, the talk, way we talk and like i don't even talk to my woman like that. you know what i mean like, <laughs> like, yeah like some things are just like i'm like wow that was really fucked up but that's funny right there <laughs> and it's just like it's just playful, you know, just being funny or whatever. Yeah. And then as soon as you get serious and you're like, love you, bro. Yeah. Like, they get kind of weird about it sometimes. Yeah. And you're like, it's all you right, man. You have to use a no homo, man. Yeah. Like, love you, bro. No, no homo. homo. <laughs> so, like, if that's what makes you feel better about it, you know. But the thing is, like, <laughs> it's just that that uh, really, like, appreciative moment of having good friends, you know. Right. And being able to say, dude, this is how I feel about you. I appreciate your friendship. Right. Thank you for everything. You've always been there. Well, I know whenever we met in person and I was going through my divorce, like, we sat in the parking lot and I think he talked to me for like two hours. Yeah. And I was like, damn, I feel so much better after that. And then I think the next time we met, I was 
dating another girl. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then you were like, listen, bro, we need to have a conversation. <laughs> yeah. We talked for like another hour. And you know what the crazy thing is? I was is, like, dude? man, I didn't even think about any of that. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? But listen, the craziest thing is, I always been. That's a. Uh, it's sad. It's sad because I always been the motivator for others. Yeah. I always been the. I always. That's my personality. Yeah. I'm a helper. I'm just somebody that cares about people. Right. That's who I am. Like there's no other me. That's just who I am. I care right. for people. And I always been there for. A lot of people. But I never was there for me. Right. So I lift up other people. I help them become better. Right. I seen some people that I give them some advice and then just went and did their whole thing and now they're living a good life and right. doing these things and blah, blah, blah. And then I look at myself and I'm just like, why am I such a failure? If I understand these things and I can tell these things to people, why am I still a failure? Right. Well, because you need to get therapy. You need to work on your shit. You need right. to work on this right here. Like, it doesn't matter how much muscle you have on your body. If you don't work on this right here, there's nothing. Yep. You will be unhappy your whole fucking life. Let's just be real. If you don't work on your mental health, yep. you're always going to be unhappy. And that's it. Uh, it's difficult. Not going to lie. It's not something that I'm just like, oh, you know, once you figure it out. You're just over it. All yeah. Time, like, no. Like, it's just, yeah. it's, it's, it's a work. It's work. You got to work. You got to practice it. You got to, like, do all these things. Again, what happened yesterday? You know, this girl didn't show up. I got all these emotions that I thought I was already done with them. Right. And I was, I felt worthless again. I felt like, and I was just like, man, how am I, why am I feeling like this? Right. But then again, I remember my purpose. Mm -hmm. I remember my goals. I remember why we're doing this. And it's important to step back when you feel that way. Like, you know, like after you're done, like you can, you can feel what you're feeling. Let that run its course. Right. But then it's like. Take a deep breath, and you kind of got to... Get back to it. You got to get back to it, and you got to figure out why you felt that way. Yeah. And then you got to... For me, it's like figuring out figuring out your cycles. Right. Yeah. For me, yes. like, that's been a big thing the past couple of years, because it's like, when you get stressed, what's the first thing you do? Because you don't usually notice it, because it's a cycle. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, the first thing you might do is you might go to the fridge, and you might find something to eat. Yeah. You know what I mean? You might grab a beer. You might do something, and it might just be like a normal thing, and you just don't catch on to it because you're just trying to get by. For me, I shave shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like as soon as I start feeling like I can't control anything, I'm like, fuck, I got to control something. And I'm like, okay, well, my beard's getting long. I'll just shave it off. <laughs> or, like, my hair's getting long. I'll just shave my head. Like, yeah. like just, like, little things that I can control and, like, that that's supposed to be a win but then it's like well i just like gave in to everything and like was irrational about it instead no. of just letting it run its course feel things understand that i'm feeling things that aren't gonna that, be gonna be here in an hour or two hours or three and, hours or two days you know and that is that is the scary part man because when you have those feelings all you want to do is run away from them right so that's why a lot of people go to the gym that's right. why a lot of people drink. That's why a lot of people smoke weed. That's mm -hmm. why a lot of people have these addictions, pornography, all that yeah. stuff. Because you wanna, you don't wanna go through that feeling. You don't wanna feel sad. You don't wanna feel anger. Right. You don't wanna feel disappointment. You don't wanna feel 
Right. But the thing is, like, you have to understand that all those feelings, once you go through them, they allow, they allow you to enjoy life right. a little bit more. And to me, like, whenever you go through any hard time, really, like, instead, like, once you catch on to that cycle that you're in, like, you know, like, oh, I, I just... I just went through a six pack in two days, yep. you know, like maybe for some people that's, you know, nothing, but like for me, that would be like insanity. Like I can't yep. even finish one beer, you know what Dude, I mean? I'm so like if I will just say that I was going through a rough time the past few weeks and like I went through a whole six pack, like, oh, that's not normal. Yep. And then I catch on to that. Well, maybe like now is the time to like catch on to something that I've wanted to do like a new hobby or something like try something not not to just take me away from time right but to create a new cycle and that's kind of like how I got back into the gym was I was going through my divorce and instead of just like wallowing at home and feeling sorry for myself I was like I'm gonna go to the gym and I'm gonna invite my friends and we're gonna hang out and we're gonna talk and we're gonna have a good time And then I feel good at the end of the day, yeah. you know, like I got something done. I got all my other stuff done at home. Like let's do something productive. So that was you the know? biggest thing, like creating habits. And then woodworking is also another one and playing guitar. Like you got to try shit. You know? And the thing is like the most important part is that you have to have a life. Yeah. You have to have a life. Yeah. You have to have something. You have to have hobbies. You have to have yeah. things that you enjoy to do. Well, then something becomes, it's not fun anymore. No. If you're just doing it. And you're evolving. Like, one like, thing that you have to understand is that you're always evolving. <clears throat> so, right. with that being said, the friends that you have, they might not be there right. within the next year, yeah. within the next six months, within the yeah. next month. And you know, those people will tell you like, "Oh, you changed. You know, like you you stopped hanging out with us and going to the bar, and you did this." And it's like, well, there's a saying: every level up has a completely different version of you there yep. you know what i mean like you can't you can't be the same person here as you are here nope because you've got to evolve up to that yep because this this doesn't equal mm -hmm. so in order for you to deserve this you got to go up here right and that's where the self-work comes in and yeah exactly that's, that's where the self-awareness comes in exactly and like you cannot be fearful about losing people even family even family like yeah it's part of life mm -hmm. it hurts it sucks but if they're bringing you down right they're just giving you negativity if they're taking your peace away you have to leave you yeah. have to do stuff you have to and it doesn't mean that you're not going to talk to them again yeah. you're not going to love them but luckily i've never had that problem exactly but the thing is like i realize i'm lucky for that <laughs> You have to uh, basically just say no. You know, I don't need you. Right. It's not that I love you or you're not my family or my friend. Or, but the thing is, like, our goals, they don't match. Right. You know? I'm not a big drinker either. Yeah. I don't really drink a lot. And I have friends that they enjoy that. Mm -hmm. And when I go to parties with them and stuff, they're, like, drinking and stuff. And I'm just, like, not really having a good time. I enjoy right. their company. But I'm not having a good time because I don't right. drink. I think it was uh, just on that subject. I think it was, I think it was Patrick Bet David in a podcast. He was saying um, that he was drinking a little bit too much whenever he got out of the military and stuff like that. And he was like, "From now on, if I don't have fun sober, 
then I don't enjoy doing those things and I need to cut them off. Yeah. And I've never had a problem with anything like that because I've always been the straight edge person because to be harshly honest, I like to control things. Right. I like to know that I can control everything and that's been a good thing and a bad thing. Yeah. But I've never had that problem, but I could see how that would benefit like like maybe like if you go out with your friends and that that comes down to attention, you know, like whenever that comes down to going out with your friends again, like maybe don't have a beer, like maybe order a water or you know, whatever you want, a monster. And if you're still having fun then you're having fun. Exactly. But if you're not having fun after not being intoxicated, like you're wasting your time. Like dude, I went to a concert, yeah. I think it was on I really don't remember. I think it was April, May. And it was in Texas. Yeah. It was outside. It was like it was a great concert. It was one of my favorite DJs. I was able to go with my brother and my best friend Roberto. Like two of my dearest people. Mm-hmm. And my brother likes to drink. He yeah. enjoys drinking. He's not a drunkard or like alcoholic, but he enjoys to drink. Yeah. He likes to have a good time. Of course he's younger than me. And he was like, hey, we're going to have some drinks and this and that. I was like, yeah, we can have some drinks and stuff. But the thing is, like, the venue was so big. And we got there, like, super early. So when we set up, we were, like, right in front of the DJ. Like, just right in front. So we didn't want to leave. Because as more people come in, then they will take our place. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, we were all the way to the front. And the drinks and stuff were all the way back. So we were like, all right, we don't want to walk, you know? It's not really worth it. Exactly. So the night went on and on and on. Dude, we had the best time of our lives yeah. without a drop of alcohol. Mm-hmm. I do. I, I, can, I cannot tell you my... Because I love music. I yeah. love idiom music. Like yeah. That's my thing. I love music. I enjoy myself listening to music. I can dance. I can do whatever I want. Right. You know, I feel good. Whenever the DJ came up, which is DJ Tiesto, uh, they turned on all the speakers, they, like the whole yeah, thing, man. Lit up. So as soon as that, as soon as the music dropped, I was just like euphoric, excited, just having a great time seeing my, my brother and my, my, my best friend. And I was living the moment. I didn't have to be intoxicated. Right. I didn't have to be drunk. I didn't have to be high. I didn't have to do nothing. Right. Seeing my people, seeing my favorite DJ outside, I could see uh, Fort Worth City downtown. Right. So it was an amazing time. And I was present. I was aware of the situation. I was aware of what was going on. Right. And I could see other people being intoxicated and getting in trouble and not yeah. really enjoying the concert. And I was just like, mm. man, like... You don't have to do all those things. Right. When you ha- when you learn to be aware and present, yep. you don't. You just enjoy the moment. Like right now, what we're doing right now, dude, I can have a thousand things in my head because I'm an overthinker. Right. But at this point, I, I, I'm not going to lie. Like in my head, is I'm still playing what happened yesterday. Right. But it's like I'm being present right here and doing this. Right. It's more important to me, and it's bringing me joy. I'm working with my best friend. We're working on this podcast. We want to make this business grow. We want to make sure that we help other men. We want to make sure that we have, you know, clothing line, right. uh, programs that 
people can follow so they can become better versions of themselves. And again, if we can say if we can save one person for from ending their life, this is worth it. Right. This is worth it. And I fucking love it. Worth it, worth it. It's worth it, dude. Like, <laughs> like there's no, there's no other thing I can say, man. It's just like, cause I've been there, I've been there. Right. I know how to, I know how it feels to be to feel worthless. I know how it feels to be, to in your head, it makes sense that killing yourself right. is helping other people. It's actually gonna make other right. people's life better. It's stupid to think that way when you're rational. Right. But when you're in, when in you're a deep, in a, exactly when you're space. when you're in a deep state of depression. And suicidal thoughts. That was my that. That's how I think, man. I remember looking at my uh, picture of my family. They were dressing nice. They were looking good, all smiling. My brother smiling. My dad smiling. My mom smiling. My sister smiling. And all I could think is how much of a favor I would make them if I was dead. Right. Like they are gonna be so much happy without me. I'm just dragging them down. I'm just being a. Uh. A, a, I'm just not not a. Uh, I'm just running them up. I'm just giving them problems. Um, right. Don't get better. I'm just depressed. I'm just this. I'm just that. And I will make them a favor by killing myself. They will be so much happier. They don't have to worry about me anymore. They don't have to like. They will have happy lives. Right. Which is a lie. Big lie. Big lie, dude. Big time. And <clears throat> the one thing that helped me, and this is the reason I'm doing this, is because I watch a video. Well, there's a girl talking about how people are going to be so confused. They're going to hate you, but they can hate you because they love you. And they, they're going to be confused and, and just so pissed off about themselves because they will, wanna, they, will, they will like to have the opportunity to talk to you. But now they cannot talk to you because you're dead. And, and they're right. just going to be like, I mean, the life is going to be hurt. hell. Right. It's going to be difficult. And that changed my perspective because that's when I started thinking about my brother my sister, my mom, my dad. And I was just like, well, I can't do that. I can't do that to them. So I came to terms with, I'm not gonna do it. I'm just gonna live one day at a time. And that's kind of like how I got out of it. Right. Then going to therapy again, like therapy is a big thing. Like go to therapy. That changed my whole perspective. Right. I really hope the camera's still on. I hope so too. Because the screen's black. Yeah. <laughs> if not, we still have audio. Yeah. But you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, it just, it changed you, man. It really changed you. And I hope we can change more people. I hope we can help more people with this. Uh, I know our goals are, of course, helping people with fitness, spirituality, mental health. I mean, all those things that have to, it's, it's kind of like a, a circle. You have to yeah. work on all those things so you can become well-rounded right. a well-rounded person either women or men mm-hmm. now we're men of course we're going to focus more on men but again this is not a channel or this is not going to be something that where we say we hate women yeah like we don't know? knock women no we're, we're here to support women exactly and we're going to talk about female nature which is a big thing for men that need, they need to understand how women work how women think right and and again, this is not because we hate women or not. No, we love women. You know, I want to get married one day. Right. I want to have a person for me one day. But if I want to find a good woman, 
a good woman, sorry, then I have to be a good man. Right. You know? And I have to become that person so I can find my person. Right. So, again, this is for the betterment of men, betterment of the world, so men can bring peace, men can bring, protect, and do all these things for women, kids, and the whole world. Right. So, uh, do you have anything else to... I don't think so, man. I mean, we really touched on everything because intention was a big one. Therapy was a big one. Self-awareness is a big one. I mean, really, if you just kind of work on those three, um, that would kind of be a good start. Yeah. You know, like maybe if you don't want to immediately go into therapy, like talk to a friend about a problem that you're having. Even if, you know, just let them know, like, hey, I need somebody to listen. You know, maybe not necessarily give me any advice, but maybe you just need somebody to listen to your problems for a minute. And, you know, you could probably call on a friend for that or a family member. Or you could probably find, like, some hotline, you know. There, um, there, there is so much content, dude. There is yeah. so much content out there. I mean, you just have to do some research. That, I would say that that's probably, like, one of the... I don't want to say that it's the only good thing because I'm sure there's more that I'm just not thinking of, but right. it's like, it's probably the best thing that has come out of the whole like super feminine side of the world that's going on right now mm -hmm. is being more self-aware and uh, reaching out for help. You know what I mean? Another big thing, being vulnerable. Right, yeah. Because there's, uh, there's... Like letting your guard down. Exactly. So being vulnerable doesn't mean that you're weak. Right. Being vulnerable is actually a strength. Right. So again, being vulnerable means, and you have to know you have to know who you're being vulnerable with. Yeah. So you cannot just be vulnerable with everybody and just tell them your problems and this. No, like, right. You have to like really think who is there for me. Right. Yeah. Who can I talk to? Who who is going to understand me? Who's who's and once a good you, influence? Exactly. And once you find that, then be vulnerable. Right. Tell them, like, you know what, this is going on. Can you help me? Yeah. And then from there, honestly, it just gets easier. Exactly. Because now you're able to look for help. You don't feel you bad just, about it. You just break that ice. Exactly. And if they are everything that you uh, just said and, and, you know, think about, then they should make it easy to be able to talk to them anyway. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Be like, hey, what's, what's going on? No, I want to know about it because... You know, I want to be there for you. Because that's one of the biggest things, like, we as men do. Like, we just, I guess, we we always try to figure out about ourselves. Yeah. We always try to, like, pretend that we're okay when we're not. Right. And that we have to be strong when we're not. Yeah. And we always put a face. We always are just like, oh, how are you doing? Oh, I'm, I'm great, man. Like, I'm doing good. Right. But then you go home and you're staring at the ceiling you're doing nothing you know you're right. depressed and like that needs to stop because that leads, leads to a, a whole nother bad area of your life so learn to be vulnerable with the right people right and understand that that's a strength it's not being weak right it's not a weakness so I guess like ways that you could you could make the the transformation start is figure out who your close group of friends are. Exactly. And then talk to them more, even if it's not 
being super vulnerable, like maybe like slip something small in from time to time. That way you get comfortable with their reactions. Exactly. You know, like kind of test the waters. Right. You know, because the more that if you just say something like, hey, man, like I didn't have that great of a day. You want to hang out? And then, you know, if they're like, hey, sorry to hear that. Yeah, like let's let's go get coffee or let's go for go for lunch or dinner, you know, whatever. Like that's one more step towards opening up and opening up and opening up. And so maybe just make that a first step, like figure out, you know, like one to three people who you know you can trust and know care about you, check check in on you mm-hmm. and start there. Um, believe me, there is people that really care about you. Yeah. There is there is a lot of people that a care. A lot more about than you think about exactly. too. And that was one of the big things with me because every time that I was feeling down, uh, I really didn't talk to nobody. Right. And my friends, like my really good friends, they would get pissed off <clears> at me. <throat> they would be like, dude, like, call me. Yeah. Call me. You're not bothering me. Call me. Right. And I would be like, dude, it's just like, I feel like, like, I don't deserve that. Right. You know? And I still struggle with that. I'm not going to say that I already like, oh, you know, like... But the thing is, like, the more I talk, the more I am aware of my things and the more I tell people and right. people hold me accountable, the more, the better my life gets. Right. Because I'm opening up to life. And that's, I guess that's the biggest fear, like, opening up to life. Yeah, and you're, and you're maybe not creating new relationships, but you're, like, really solidifying the, exactly. ones, the ones that were already good. Yeah. And you're making them even better. Exactly. And I guess... Uh, there's this quote, I know I'm going to misquote it, but they said that our biggest fears is not the darkness inside of us. Like the biggest fear is the peop- the person that we can be, right. the light that we bring into it, into like into the darkness. Mm-hmm. And that scares us because we know we have a purpose. We know we can do things. We know we can change the world. But we're fearful of that because of the responsibility. Right. The, the responsibility, the things that are going to happen, the struggle, being alone, people don't understanding you. Like the whole thing that comes with being different. Because like the world, the world and society has a frame. Be like this. And you're supposed to be happy. Right. But it's not. It's a lie. You have to be different to be happy. Because again... Right. God gave you a purpose in your life. Yeah. You're, he you're a specific person, exactly. not a general person. Exactly. He didn't make you a sheep. Right. He made you a perfect human being right. with a purpose. Different from everybody. You're not more special than anybody. Me and you, we're not more special than anybody. Right. We're doing this because this is something we love to do. Mm-hmm. And that's our purpose. Right. We're following our purpose. That doesn't mean that I'm perfect. Right. And I don't want people to think that I'm perfect and like I'm living this great life. Right. I'm not. We're like, oh, we've made like these great transformations. We're better than everybody. Let's show them how. Yeah. No. Like, like, nah, man. Like we're we're still we're going. still struggling. Yeah. I still struggle with my. Sh- I yeah. told you. I, I I just said it. Yeah. Yesterday, what happened yesterday? Yeah. Brought the dark side of me. Brought that those feelings of of th- things that I thought I, I was really done with. Right. It brought all my insecurities back. He put all the responsibility. I put all the the responsibility on me and saying I'm not good enough. Right. She's so worth it, but I'm not good enough, and she didn't saw the good in me. Right. So I, I must not be good enough. Right. I guess. But it's not like, dude. Like no. 
think about things. If she did that, then that says more about her right. than you. And you know what you offer, you know what you bring to the table. If she didn't like that, that's her problem. Yeah, I've got a lot of friends that uh, kind of complain about, and I guess we wouldn't be complaining, but, you know, like whenever you uh, single for a long time or like, oh, I got dumped or something like that, like, I've always thought about it as, because I mean, relationships are like, they're kind of like the biggest thing that yeah. people have in common, you know? Yeah. Every, everybody has relationship problems. No, let's be clear. The dating pool right now and the dating thing, it sucks. It sucks, man. <laughs> it's terrible. terrible. It freaking sucks. But I mean, like, all of all of the people that have come to me and like talked to me about this, I'm like, you're not you're not thinking of things the right way. You're thinking of things and putting all of the burden on yourself. Exactly. And I'm not saying to put the burden on other people, but I'm saying like, okay, it didn't work out with this person. Like, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Because think about it. Think about it like a math equation, right? <clears throat> plenty of fish in the sea. Yeah. Let's say hypothetically, there's a thousand, thousand females that you're gonna meet in your life and date in your life. One of those is the one. Right. That means you have to sort through 999 of them. That's 999 lessons, emotions, and sometimes terrible situations that yeah. you're gonna have to go through in order to find the one that's worth it. Right. <clears throat> So if you get dumped here, you get dumped here, you get dumped here, they're honestly doing you a favor by moving you closer to that number. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's it's a mindset. <laughs> Whoa, dude, like... You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, I, and I didn't... That's talk, how I, I've always thought about it. Like, even with my divorce, I was like, well, like, now that, you know, like, a couple months down the line, I was like, well, now that I think about it, like, I guess we weren't really, like, that compatible, and we just kind of, like, felt like it was the right thing to do because we were together for so long out of high school and right. like it was just kind of like expected that we were going to get married but it was like all we did was fight we didn't really have any of the same interests like so it was like what what was there you know mm-hmm. what i mean like we were good friends for yeah. a long time but like i would have left it at that if i would have actually like been self-aware about the situation and that's a that's dude that's perfect <clears throat> that you said that and i'm so glad that you did it because it's true, and that's something that I realized after recovering from COVID. Yeah. How lucky I was that, I mean, I recovered, and I'm here, and I'm already working out, and right. I'm feeling better, because not a lot of people do. You know, there's people or age that had died. Yeah. Or they're on ventilators oxygen. You know, I'm grateful that I'm here, and it made me understand that I'm grateful for my pain. Right. I'm grateful for my struggles. I'm grateful for everything that God has thrown to me. Right. Number one, because I know He knows I'm strong enough to deal with it, not by myself. Right. For His grace and because like He, He's there for me too. Mm-hmm. Like, he always been there. But He knows I'm strong enough to deal with this stuff. And again, doing this is a privilege to me. Right. Doing this is just God. Thank you for doing all the things that you have done. Thank you for allowing all those things to happen. Thank you for my struggles. Thank you for my pain. Thank you for my my. Because again, if you can, if you can uh, transform pain to medicine, then you can help so much people, man. You right. can like do great things. You can change the world. You can right. like do 
all these amazing things and really, really give meaning to your life. Right. Which, right now, as I'm saying this, I mean, I'm feeling chills. I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. Right. Even though what happened yesterday brought me down, now being on my purpose right. is what gives me the joy to continue living. Is what gives right. me the joy to do things, to, right. to, to, to live my life, dude. Knowing that you're about to help somebody. Exactly. Yeah. Like this is gonna. I know this is gonna touch somebody. I know. And I think the biggest thing is just like, and I love this this uh, relationship that we have right. doing this because I can be myself around you. I can tell you how I feel. I can tell you uh, I'm being honest. I'm being organic with what I'm saying. I'm right. being I'm being myself. I don't have to put up a face. I'm never right. will put up a face to like for people to like us or like right. get more clout or like no. Right. Because if I have to do that, it's just weird, bro. Yeah. If I have to do that stuff, then I'm not on my purpose. Right. I'm just trying to gain people, and I don't want that. I want people to really, really connect with what we're saying. Right. And that's something that I like about Seth Ferozzi and other people that I follow, because they are themselves. Right. Like Seth Ferozzi, he talks about dicks and sex and this and blah and blah. But when he gets serious, he gets serious too. Right. He can say motherfucker all the times he wants, but he makes you think. And he makes you see the, the masculine side. And now that he has a kid, a boy, bro, I love seeing the stories that he puts with his with his uh, with his little boy because yeah, it's just like, dude, like that's a masculine father figure. Yeah, he's got him got him out in the field with him, even if he's not like actually working with him. Yeah, whatever. like he sees him working. Exactly, he sees him doing everything, mm -hmm. and he make sure that he's there to watch and, I, it, and participate. It, it touches me so much because I would have wished I had that relationship with my dad and right. I've, I, I'm sure a lot of people would wanted that. Yeah. But again, if you didn't have that, be there. Mm -hmm. Exactly. If you didn't have that, again, be there. And right. that's, that's what has helped me with this, you know? If I can be a father figure for somebody, I'm up for it. If I can help somebody, I'm up for it. Right. You know? So, <clears throat> I will. I, I think this is great what we're doing. It's organic. It comes from the heart. It comes from really the feelings that, uh, the pain and feelings and everything that we have going through the struggles. Right. And again, life, there's no such thing as true happiness. It doesn't exist. Right. Life is a struggle. Life is pain. Life is difficult. And you have to understand that. But those difficulties, those struggles, those things that, those bad emotions, allow you to enjoy when things are going great. Right. And allow you to be more mindful and be more, like right now, do like, after this, I'm gonna go have breakfast with, with my brother and my father. With my brother and my father. Right. With the person that I have the most difficult time in my life. And now I can say that I love my dad. That I'm proud of my dad. Even though he showed me a lot of bad stuff, there is good stuff that he showed me too. Right. So I'm proud of the man my dad is. You know, like he, he's a hardworking motherfucker, like Seth Ferozzi says. Right. Work ethic, my dad is 100% work ethic. And that's something that he showed me. If you want something, work for it. Right. Work for it, work for it. Like a fucking ant, dude, like just work for it. I'm glad I can say that, you know? Right. And, but again, I have to heal myself in order for this to happen. I have to heal myself in order for, 
let things flow and let things uh, uh, get to this point. Right. You know? And uh, I hope, like, this touches on people. I hope we can be help, you know? And uh, you can reach us out in, like, Instagram. You can reach us out on, on Facebook, too. Again, it's called Info Greatness. Any questions or anything you might have, like, leave us a comment. Of course, we're going to post, this, post uh, not the whole thing, but we're going to post this on Spotify. I mean, on Spotify is going to be the whole thing. But, like, on Instagram, we're going to have chopped up stuff, you know, like, important things that we think that are important that we talk about. So you can check us on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, leave us a comment, things that you guys want us to talk about. Uh, we're going to cover more about masculinity. Uh, there is this great book called King, Magician, Lover, and Warrior. So we're going to cover those four archetypes uh, because that's how you become a well-rounded man. Uh, we're going to come uh, cover again like female nature when it comes to like dating and all those things. Uh, and just a lot more, you know, like sex, addictions. I mean, just pretty much everything. And I guess the last question, Sean, will be what are your goals for the podcast? Where do you see yourself and yourself going with this? Man, I uh, I didn't tell you this before we got here specifically because I wanted to answer it here. Um, we, we spoke a while back about, uh, I think it was Rob Bailey that was talking about envisioning at like a micro level. Where, like, you literally envision where you want to be. You know the color on the seats of the car you want. The stitching. You know, like, you know the color on the stitching. Like, you know every last detail. And, like, I actually, like, thought about that this morning. And I was like, man, like, for some reason, I just, like, it's going to sound silly, but, like, I had this vision of me and you riding up on fucking Harleys, bro. And we pull up to, I don't even know where this building is at, right? We pull up to some random building and it's just filled with other, other guys. And it was like, it was a big meetup. Nice. And it was just like, we were just hanging out with a whole bunch of guys and talking about our transformations and like, it just like solidifies like just like we want to help as many people as possible and like just create like a new brotherhood and now I'm got chills. Yeah, dude like and like dude like I fucking love it man. I fucking love it. It's gonna happen. You know what I mean? It's like, gonna happen. Like we just like pull up on these fucking yeah. badass Harleys. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm on my iron eight eighty three, that's the one that I want. <laughs> I don't know a lot about motorcycles, okay, but you're gonna man. help me. Dude. It's alright. And like we pull up and we just fucking get off, and it's just, like, a bunch of people, like, just swarming each other. Just fucking talking about shit, hanging out, having a good time. Yeah. Like, like a convention, man. Exactly. Like, just like a big meetup convention. This is so... And, like, this is what you see, about, like, man. all these happy faces in the room that are just, like, so happy to be there. And you're just like, holy shit, man. Like, there's this many people that care? Like, hell yeah. It was like, worth it. And, like, fuck, now I got them again. And, like... <laughs> That makes it worth it. You know what I mean? Dude, like, 
Like, seeing all those faces, like, that just makes it worth it. I don't even know any of these people, right. but, like, I can we literally envision faces. Right. I'm like, this is it. Yeah. Like, these are, these are the people. Yeah. And I guess, and like... It may not be 7.8 billion people, you know, but it's like, like you said, like, even if it's just one person. Still, like, it was worth it. All right. It was worth I'm it. I'm telling you, there wasn't one person in that room. <laughs> there was hundreds. I, I, I soon, dude, when you were saying all that, I was imagining, and I got the chills, because that was my goal too, man. Right. I hope one day we can have a support group for men, right. that we can meet weekly, we can meet right. like one day a week. I mean, and, we plan on having our own fucking gym headquarters. Oh, of course. So, dude, like, like, having meetups at yeah. our gym and stuff, like, come hang out, have a fucking big you barbecue know, like, and shit. Yeah, come, like, Saturday, we're gonna, we're gonna have... I don't know. We're gonna have a workout for an hour. Yeah. Then after that, we're gonna grill some burgers and some steaks and shit. Yeah. And then we're gonna talk about like masculinity and we're gonna talk about all these things. Or you have any questions? Like come right. with questions, Q and A's, things like that. Like. Yeah. And definitely bring your kids. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, Do like. Everybody's welcome. Not just not just men. I mean, you know. No, 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 no. Like. Again. This is for men. Right. Because we're men. Right. And we want to help other men. Yeah. That doesn't mean that we're not gonna incorporate women, because I will, I will want to have some women too. Yeah. That can talk about like the feminine side and how they want a man to provide and stuff and right. all those things. Like that's part of the what we're gonna do. You know, have some mm-hmm. people and have some, have some women that can give yeah. us their. I mean, you gotta have opposing the, views exactly. too. Exactly. You, you can't just have yes men around. Exactly. You. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna have that, and of course, again, this is for the men, the betterment of men, to provide for women, and protect kids. Because, like, nowadays society is so fucked up. Again, society is so fucked up. And we've got all these weak men not doing anything. Exactly. So yeah. we need to start making strong men again. Yeah. Not because we're going to be uh, the patriarchal... Uh, sexist. Sexist. No. Whatever. Because like, we want to make a world a better world for yeah. the new generations. Right. You know? And the way I see myself and the goals that I see with this is, like, hopefully... Again, you have to be vocal with it. You have to believe it. I hope by next year, this time, mm-hmm. today is August 29, 2021. So I hope by August 29, 2022, we have a million followers, which I'm sure I'm cutting myself short. But I know that's possible. Right. And not just say followers, just to say followers. But I gotta, I'm gonna say better to have a hundred million men that want to become better men. Right. I'm gonna put it that way. I'm not gonna say followers. I will say a hundred million men that want to become right. better men. Because I don't want, I don't want people to follow us. No. Because of us. No. I want them to follow because of them. Because they want to be better. No, I. Sorry, I take that back. I don't want people to follow because of us. I want people to participate. Right. Because of what we're doing yeah not because they like you or they like me they're like oh like you know sean's cool guy eddie's cool guy like i'll listen to them talk forever like that's awesome too but like the people that participate in the work it's not it's not following it's participating (laughs) to me that's the best part about this 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 thing that we have and this organic thing that we built. I don't. Fo- I don't want four million followers. You know, like I don't. I don't want all that. Like, because, dude, like I your, want this to have your that. personality <laughs> and my personality right. are completely different. Right. And we talked about this before. It's like me. I'm the voice of reason. 
Like mm-hmm. I'm the the, yeah. the one that is more philosophical and more right. think about things and like more emotional and more. Yeah. And you like the uh, I'm like, hey, you see that wall? I'm gonna go run through. Exactly. It. <laughs> like you push me yeah. to be the go getter. I push you to think about stuff. Right. And that's like the best part about this because it comes organic and yeah. it's just like two puzzle pieces. Yeah. Fitting in together. And that's what makes this more, I feel like it makes it more attractive because people are going to see two different sides right. working for the same thing. Right. Become a better and man. And that's important. I mean, you don't see that a lot these days. No. You don't, you don't see a lot of, of, not race, but like a black side and a white side going towards red. You know what I mean? Like you don't, yeah. you don't, you don't see that, yeah. that two different sides meeting in the middle exactly anymore you see him fighting now and that's the best part man because i and know we're gonna we're not gonna we're not gonna be 100 percent we're not gonna agree right with each other 100 percent we're yeah. gonna have our separate views mm-hmm. but at the end of the day i'll respect your views right. i'll respect you for who you are yeah as my friend my brother like somebody that i care about right and I'm not going to lose you just because you have an opposing view that right. I'll see I see mean, a different in, way. At the end of the day, we also live two completely different lives. Exactly. You like, we I mean? come from two different backgrounds. So. We, we, but the, the main goal and the suffering and the struggles and all those things is what bring right. us together mm-hmm. and what makes this, this right. friendship strong, you know? Right. Because, dude, like, I'm surprised and I'm really surprised. Even with Jose, the, the guy that I'm working with, you yeah. already met him. I'm surprised how God brings the people you need at the time you need them. Right. Because the same thing that happened with you is happening with Jose. Where we're we're working on each other, we're helping each other, we're there for each other. Right. And he was the last person I thought I would be doing this with too. Yeah. Like I would never thought he would be I would be working out with him every day, right. talking about stuff, helping him uh, become a better man too. And he helping me become a better man too when I need to. Like he was the last person, dude. He honestly was the last person. But the thing is, like, you have to be, you have to expect the unexpected. And sometimes right. God is gonna bring you the people that you really need right. to be there for you. And I'm grateful, man. I'm grateful. I'm happy that I'm doing this. I'm happy that I'm doing this with you. And again, if we can save at least one person from ending their lives, we did our fucking job. Mm-hmm. It was worth it. And uh, anything else you want to add? I think that's it, man. That's a good talk, man. Yeah. It was good. Had a good time. Good good, good shit. Good yeah. times. It's good shit. It's in, it's intense. <laughs> fucking awesome. I love it. <laughs> but... <laughs> But uh, yeah, uh, again, check us out. If you have any questions, anything, feel free to ask. Uh, and if you guys wanna want us in touch of any topics, let us know what's important for you guys. And of course, we will do our research and we will do our best to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And again, guys, like work hard, work hard, focus on your shit, find your purpose. And enjoy life because life is so bra- fragile that you don't know if you're going to be here tomorrow. You don't know if you're going to be here within the next five, ten minutes. So enjoy the people around you. Enjoy your friends. 
enjoy your family, enjoy yourself, live in the moment, be aware, uh, work on yourself, and know that life is difficult because that's how it is. There is no way around it. But difficulty makes it beautiful too because it makes you appreciate being alive. It makes you appreciate having the people around you and it makes you appreciate the time that you're with them. So again, understand life is difficult, but it's beautiful. So keep living, keep working, keep doing things, keep killing shit, keep just grinding. And believe me, once you find your purpose, your purpose is gonna fulfill you again. And again, I'm feeling the chills. So this is, this is, this is what you will feel when you start working on your purpose, when you start working on your shit. And again, it doesn't mean that it's gonna be perfect because we all struggle. I'm sure Sean struggles with stuff. I struggle with my stuff. And healing doesn't mean that it's just a straight line. Healing is, I'm gonna go on a straight line, then circles, go back to point one, then go back again, then go back again, then just, that's healing. Healing is, it's not just straight path. It's difficult, but you have to walk it. You have to walk it. You have to walk the walk. You have to do it because you deserve it. You deserve to be happy. You deserve to find the people you love and find the people that is going to be right for you. Find the woman that is going to be right for you. Create the family that is going to be right for you. And just create the life that is there for you. So keep working. Keep grinding. Focus on yourselves. And become the best motherfucker you can be. Fuck yeah. Let's do this, guys. (laughs) 